Okay, sorry. Yeah. What's good, everybody? Welcome to Echo Four. I don't have a tagline or intro for this because this is literally um, one of the inaugural videos that we're coming up with. So, uh, everybody, go ahead and introduce yourselves one time. Hi, I'm Booty Monique, and uh, I didn't have nothing else after that. My name's Booty Monique. Hey, girl. This is your girl, Drea. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Kensai. <laughs> What's good? I'm your boy, the Mad Prince, and I'm going to be your moderator for this video. So, um, recently, uh, with the with, uh, Marvel's been cranking out, I mean, well, not even Marvel, just Disney in general, have been cranking out content like a motherfucker. Uh, so, you know, the first Marvel series was uh wandavision we didn't get a chance to actually critique that one though but uh winter soldier just debuted and we're going to be critiquing the hell out of it because because of what it is so um this is the first episode this is our discussion excuse me Oh my uh, oh my Rick Sanchez shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So uh, oh yeah, this is good. this is about to get sloppy. If you get uh, j- just for context, uh, we already filmed the video <laughs> earlier before this one. Um check that one out, by the way. Uh it's for the Justice League uh Snyder cut. So that should be up on the channel by the time this comes up. So be sure to check that one out. Um yeah, I was up so here we- when it started. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was up oh, here when cup. that started. Get the fuck out of here. I'm on my Man, third this cup. Is, this is my second here cup. Here and there and out here. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we're going to be critiquing um, um, the... Oh, shit. The Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Um, this yeah. is the first episode. We're going to be critiquing it throughout this whole first season. So, um, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, all that, so you can get all our updates. Be sure to ring that bell as well, so you'll be apprised of said updates so so on and so forth so um if you don't know when uh the falcon and winter soldier takes place after uh adventures in game this is after when cap passes on the shield to sam wilson also known as falcon and um this is basically the fallout of everything that happens after the blip um the thing that brought everybody back from after thanos snap so on and so forth so we're kind of seeing the aftermath of what happens after the fact. Uh, you kind of saw that with uh, WandaVision. Uh, she had to deal with her. That was more of a personal story for her in particular. But um, with, um, I think with Winter Soldier and well, Falcon and Winter Soldier, this deals with more of a uh, larger consequences. And you kind of delve into that. So... Uh, so for our first thing, uh, I want to get initial impressions of this episode. What do you all think? I enjoyed it. I thought um, I like that they kind of just kept them separate the first episode and we just figuring out like what they're doing in their lives, especially after the blip and after Endgame. And we see that, um, you know, being a superhero you still may not get alone. So I was really surprised by 
the fact that they're going into the whole logistics and like livelihood of being a hero. Keep it light. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I just I I like the, the topics that they're they touched on the first episode and with Winter Soldier um, and him basically kind of like, I guess, trying to atone for everything that he's done. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the first episode. Okay. Um, Drea? I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Um, Sometimes it takes me back that this is, is immediately after Endgame. It's been so long since we had Endgame. So it's like, Dang, that was months ago. When the, just- when the world made sense. <laughs> you really go out and like chill with your homies and shit without worrying about catching a fucking uh, virus that we couldn't see. God damn it. Damn. And just seeing Sam having to just re-inter- reintegrate into what was his normal Sam, like, man, it's been five years. Keep it light. I'm, okay, I'm going to keep it light. But just as in the aspect that there's a lot of catching up that some of these characters will have to do mm-hmm. and just the troubles and problems that they will have to see. Unfortunately, it's only six episodes. Is it? Yes. Yeah. It's shorter than one. I was hoping it was eight or at least 10. Oh, well, well, okay. I, I, that's disappointing. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I just kind of assumed that, uh, that uh, it'd be as long as, uh, you know, uh, WandaVision. But I think WandaVision had a lot of more of a personal journey shit going on with it. But, you know, it, it, I'm not I'm not hating it. I'm not discrediting it, whatever, so on and so forth. But, yeah. Um, Ken, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Ray, Drea, were you done? Or? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, uh, Ken. Yeah, I, I liked it because the, the feel of it, it felt like a... a continuation of um winter soldier movie and like just like that kind of like the especially with uh bucky like just especially the you know just going back to his scenes of like him being the winter soldier and like this it's like the, the feeling that this uh the show on. has like it's it's good yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I had to keep saying that because, like, yo, we need content, so it is. <laughs> like, hey, I've been, hey, I've been at this game for a minute now. Like, keep it. Hey, so yeah, so uh, yeah. Uh, is that everything or? Well, well, yeah. Then, like I was saying, the, the initial development of uh, them trying to proceed on with life after the blip. It's like just it's interesting. It's like just the contrast of. Before you, we were seeing the perspective of the people who were there, uh, who survived the blip, who, who lived through the years, You're and then right. now you're seeing perspective of the people who were blipped. So, yeah, interesting. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yep, yeah. that is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. Initial impressions for this first episode. Uh. I thought it was interesting and in how they kind of div- uh divvied up because you were really watching like two different episodes at once. Um. It was divvied up between Bucky's story and Falcon's story and how what then what they had to deal with and the people they had to interact with because of like um whether or not because of the past or because of the blip. Um. Mm, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I'm lit right now. That's, that's mm-hmm. Rick. Uh, <laughs> told you, Rick Sanchez, like a oh. motherfucker. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, because like the only time where you actually saw anything related that happened like post blip was um Spider-Man. Uh and that's like a Sony owned thing, Sony produced thing. So that's an entirely different thing. They really didn't touch on the implications of what was transpiring because of what happened after uh Hulk brought back all the people with um infinity stones so with this one uh you, it really delves into that sort of um it, it delves into that uh way more deeper than than uh than anything else has done uh even with wandavision uh it happened post blip but that was really more of a personal story for wanda herself dealing with the grief of like losing vision um who which will probably yield some sort of uh, long-term thing because technically vision is well not even technically vision isn't dead so how that plays out is like i know what is anyone can guess but i'd be interested to see how that happens but with um yeah but uh with uh with this new series um i i enjoyed it for the most part now now like i said like i already stated um this this uh this overall series well at least this story in particular was divided um between uh falcon story and bucky story i would like to know what your impressions of was bucky's with um bucky's story uh how he's dealing with like life as a civilian Somebody. Okay. I mean, you was looking yeah, on first. <laughs> oh, because yeah. it's been the awkward silence. So I was like, I'm trying to fill I'll in the gap. Baby should have stayed in Wakanda. I think he just should have took a longer break in Wakanda. <laughs> Baby should have just gone back. But he's going through therapy like every other millennial is. <laughs> <laughs> he's not really a millennial, though. <laughs> I mean, like every well, other millennial. He's lived for a long time. I mean, it's the current trend to, you know, to give yourself some self-help. Unfortunately, he just ain't got no other reason because he's like, baby, mm. you've been pardoned. You need to go through this. Oh, you ain't gonna tell me you've been having them dreams? Click, click. Yeah, that, that was funny. I ain't got time for you and your bullshit. We trying to do some healing. Well, the reason he's been pardoned is because he fought against Thanos. Because both, yeah. both him and Falcon have been pardoned. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel bad for... Bucky. I think that's what I was uh taking away from the episode was that I feel bad because this is a this is not his generation. He is super old. And the one person that you know would understand him from the generation that he comes from, from the timeline he comes from, is Cap. And Cap is not there. We don't know where Cap is, but um Did he technically die? They given me like I mean he's like he came Cap- back as an old man, but Chances, chances are Cap is probably still alive. It's just that they yeah. played it off. Just old man Cap. They probably okay. played it off like he's dead. Right. That's the so, vibe I'm yeah. getting that he's gone. Like he is. No he's more. gone. So it's basically like he's dead. So yeah, but he's just kind of like really alone. I think that's why therapist like you need to like talk to your friends and reconnect because that's basically what makes us human and him just being in his thoughts and thinking about all the stuff that he did in Hydra is not gonna he's not gonna heal. He's not gonna become, you know, civilized into our 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 world at this time. So mm-hmm. I thought his story was mad interesting, like mm-hmm. really interesting. Okay. Uh Ken? 
Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah, not just adapting as a civilian, but adapting for, like, as redemption as well, in a sense, because like the fact that he is somehow like just trying to exercise his demons out and mm. try to learn to cope with, you know, what he's been as Winter Soldier, and he, but he's continuing to be haunted by it. And uh, that while also trying to be a civilian where he's trying to do redemption <laughs> with those rules and everything, he can, you know, uh, he can't do things the way he's been trained to do and has done for a majority of his life. So like what he was, um, but yeah, kind of just, blur, you know, broke down and said at some point, like he just, it's just such a drastic change from being this ex uh, military agent for Russia to um, civilian that is, re- you know, in redemption and, you know, in times of peace. It's, 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 it's they can't flip the switch that quickly. Yeah. yeah. So. Takes time. I think he even mentioned that he like, you know, I had a calm and I had 90 years of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I, I can't adjust. Yeah. He needs uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Bucky's story was interesting in how like he cause he's basically he's like a hundred and six years old by his own, by his own uh, by his own account. And um he's basically been a soldier throughout all that stuff, even though he was indoctrinated for most of it. So seeing how he's basically going through a level of PS uh, uh PTSD PTSD mm. that's uh yeah, again. Very lit. Um, PTSD. Uh, that I don't know. That's basically unheard of for the most part. Because when we see Bucky, when we first see him, he's having a therapy uh, therapy session because it's part of the condition of his pardon that he needs to address this shit. Um, so yeah, seeing him try to work through that shit is uh, really interesting, especially his. Uh, uh, his um relationship with that old man, I forget his name. Uh, Yoshi, you know, Yo, Yuri, Yuri, Yuri. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah, his relationship with that old man, because we eventually learn that um he's is basically he builds this relationship with this old man because he's trying to make amends. Because mm. part of like part of his whole therapy. It's him making amends to people that he he's either wronged or he was involved with as the Winter Soldier. And uh, this old man, he killed the son of this old man uh, at, for a past mission as the Winter Soldier. And like we see how how tortured he is, seeing these um, memories flash back uh, from his time as the Winter Soldier. So it's interesting seeing that struggle with what he has to do and like uh, and him basically confronting his past. So yeah, I, I, I felt like it was interesting in a sense that um, in a sense that uh, it could be some potential character growth uh, for him. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I felt that was interesting. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Um, so yeah. Um, next I want to talk about, um, the threat of the flag smashers, uh, in this, <laughs> in, in the series, the flag smashers are a group or a radicalized group who believe that the, that, um, that the world was better off during the time of the blip during the five years that persisted when half the universe was put pretty much blinked out of existence by Thanos. So, um, 
when we see the flag smashers, they are initially initiating some sort of heist uh, under the guise of like a uh, like a flash riot. So uh, I want to get I want to get some impressions, like what you think about the flash smash uh, the flag smashers. What do you think? Uh, how much of a larger role do you think they can play into the series, so on and so forth? Um, Brittany. Uh, <laughs> You know, I don't really have a very strong opinion on this group yet. Uh, I do think this is going to be the main group that uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier will have to um, deal with. And But I don't really necessarily see it as a long-term thing that's going to be in the new phase of the MCU. So I think it's just kind of like a, a villain for this series. That's the vibe that I got. But it's interesting because, yeah, you would get like some sort of like terrorist group, extremist groups that would definitely be like, yeah, life was better when <laughs> half the population was gone. Mm-hmm. I-, I can see that happening in real life. So mm-hmm. um, I'm already invested in the villains because it's realistic. So, yeah, I fuck with it. All right. Um, something, I should, something I probably should explain. Um, the Flag Smasher is actually a supervillain. Um, in the oh, okay. that's where my interest came. The Flashmaster <laughs> is basically a foil to black, um, not black, um, to Red Skull. Um, where Red mm. Skull basically pushing forth like an anti-Semitic um, agenda. The Flag Smasher is basically pushing forth an anti-patriot uh, uh, patriotism agenda. So he's a vi- okay. So he's a he's a villain specifically made for uh for made for uh Captain America who basically is the embodiment of patriotism. Mm-hmm. So that, Okay, well then yeah, that's different. So it's been reimagined in a sense that uh the flag smashers are a group rather than just one lone individual person. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Drea, I mean, do you have, I mean, before we start with Drea, you have any sort of change thoughts or not mm. you know that? Not really. Mm. But thank you for the information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Just need> it. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. All right. So, uh, Drea, uh, any thoughts or opinions? Because I, I was aware there's only six episodes, I know they have to hit the ground running. Mm. So my my main interest with the Flag Smashers went that guy at the end that there was a connection. Because I'm like, y'all ain't got time to have two separate villains to deal with. So I'm like, let's get it. Mm-hmm. Especially episode two about how it is all coming to about, you know, come into play when it comes with this whole guess new age of Captain America and how that come into play with all everything that's going on now and their new idol. I'm trying to keep it light because I'm sure you probably gonna mention that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. Um, Ken. Yeah, I do find it interesting because like it's um, that, that idealism of the flag smashers, like the fact that uh, they uh, they want to destroy all forms of like patriotism and dedication to a certain nation, to a certain flag. So like it's got a, a true form of anarchism or you know uh, anarchy. And like it's just um, and going that combined with like a lot of the restrictions that uh, both Falcon and Winter Soldier have. Like with Falcon, like he's not he's technically not 
like a superhero really in use anymore. So uh, and he can't like, for example, with that, that earlier mission that like he, you know, they couldn't pass the border or anything like it. it he's he's um, restricted militarily and Bucky, he's also restricted by those three rules. Mm-hmm. Like, you, know, you know, they're restricted by these rules and dealing with people who have no restrictions. Ooh. So I see you. Okay. Um, the contrast, I see it. Yeah, like, ooh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So when it comes to the flash crashers, <laughs> it really speaks to um to like the whole post blip uh status quo that that's kind of emerged from uh Avengers Endgame. Um, there's a lot of chaos. I mean, because if you have half the population come back into existence, Man. all of a sudden, first disappear five years. Yeah, after mm-hmm. five years of like trying to struggle and survive without them, I mean, shit's bound to happen. So. Um, a group that thinks that um, that um, the world was better during the blip when this people was gone. Uh, excuse me, I'm trying. I'm sorry, I'm trying to sneeze, but I can't sneeze. I'm, I'm- Go ahead, take, take a step to the side. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. I have a I have a button here that allows me to like mute myself. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm That's good. dope. I want one. But it just sounds like you're bleeping as if you was cussing. That's what it sounds like, like to us. So like, no, we gotta give it because I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now he's just Are you muted. muted? Yeah, yeah, he's muted. He's muted. That's the button. That's okay. The, oh, okay. Uh-huh. At first it was boom. I'm like, damn, he's just going in. <laughs> you don't want to do that on YouTube. I feel about the flag smash. <laughs> and see, he, thought, he thought we were going to be okay with not seeing his face for this. <laughs> we wouldn't have all of this. <laughs> I'm mad he's still going. I know. I'm taking a step to say about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole time he ain't say a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's just moving his mouth. <laughs> no, I that um, there's a foil to the idea of Captain America is a very interesting one because that's really what I see that's being discussed here in this series is what what is Captain America? Um, which leads me into my next question. Um, this new Captain America, what are your thoughts about him? Do you think it matters? Do you, th- what do you think? What do you think? What, what does Captain America represent? Like I have comic, I have like comic book knowledge, uh, to some degree on the idea of the mantle that is Captain America. Cause mind you, um, Basically, Cap. Basically, Steve Rogers passed on the mantle to uh, mantle to Sam, but Sam kind of didn't take it because he felt like he couldn't. Then he gave it up um, so it could be a symbol on its own right. But that symbol was taken, was basically not even taken, just co-opted by the uh, Department of Defense in order to make their own Captain America. So I want to mm-hmm. I want to know what is what what would uh, how do you feel about that idea of like just just Captain America how the idea of that mantle is being used um, in this in, in in this first episode? Well, uh, can I go? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, so uh, <laughs> first off, can I, 
So first off, I was going to say that when I first saw the, the new Captain America and I saw his face, I was like, his face reminds me of something. And I had to do it. I had to quickly Google search it. But um, the, uh, the the Mad TV uh, magazine kid. Wow. <laughs> <with the more. laughs> I was like, I was like Eddie. oh, <laughs> Like, you know, no, this, no, I can't. I, he ain't I got no I, lips. I don't trust him. I don't accept. <laughs> you sound like my uh, mom. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I don't accept oblong over here as the new Captain America. Like, nah, this ain't right. No, uh, this ain't. Mm, this rubbed mm-hmm. me sideways. It's like this. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, that's like no, I don't, I don't like it. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. But taking the concept of uh, what you're saying, like, what it, what I think Captain America is, like, it's uh, he's a symbol. Yeah, more, he's the, he is like the idea of the American, not this American dream, but the the symbol of America, the idea of America, um, the face of America. There's just everything like that resembles democracy, freedom, patriotism, doing the right thing, just being good overall. Um, and mm. just, just trying to turn that into kind of like a... Oh, not of of uh, a mixture of propaganda and um, as a weapon as well. Okay. You saw some of that in his little museum. There's this propaganda's behind him. I'm like, God damn, <laughs> that's what y'all was on. That was his original job. Well, in all fairness, Captain America represented a pivotal point in World War II. So I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Exactly. I mean, he was basically the first recorded like superhero, uh, more or less. Granted, he wasn't the first superhero definitively in the universe that is like the Marvel expanded universe, but um, he was like the first one uh, of note in the history of the 21st century. So, mm. nobody got time for that. Oh, I'm sorry. I hit- <laughs> And it's not because of the red, white, and blue. My 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 hand twitched. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go yeah. next. Again. Um, it's just with how Captain America moved, he represents this whole American idealism. And when you have that in just juxtaposition against the flag smashers, and I'm seeing this new face, I'm like, it's sussis. Shit about to hit the fan. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. I have binge watched. The boys, and I've seen Homelander as the antithesis to Superman, but also in its essence, Captain America. So I'm like, damn, how far is this darkness gonna go mm-hmm. when it comes to somebody just pretty much bamboozling that mantle and somebody just doing whatever they want with it because this isn't Captain America's world anymore. He's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that representation yeah. is gone. Mm-hmm. So. I'm ready for shit to get fucked up. We only got six episodes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much what you all said about, you know, Cap being the face of America used as propaganda. I do find that it's going to be interesting um, that Falcon was, well, was supposed to be the next Captain America. He felt that he couldn't feel those shoes. Those are big shoes to feel. And he kind of, you know, basically shied away from it. And 
I think it's going to be interesting because I think they will be playing on race a lot in this series. And America for Black people, it's not the same America for white people. So I think Period. that's going to be really explored in this series. And I'm excited to see mm-hmm. that. Um, just to see if he will become the next Captain America. Right now he's Falcon. But we don't know if he's going to be able to commit and go ahead and be the symbol of America, you know. Okay. Uh, oh, I just want to add. Okay, go ahead. It's, it's an additive bit. It's like, I find it so weird, as in, I'm not surprised he gave up the shield. But it felt so weird. Like, at Endgame, it felt like, this is it. He's the next one. And then now he's like, nah, here you go. <clears throat> And then he's surprised, like, damn, they gave it to somebody else. Like, baby, you didn't see that coming. It was writing on the wall. You think I'm going to be pouring yeah. some glass? You. He's a little naive. <laughs> Don't be Mandalorian well, naive. Come on now. <laughs> well, more, it's more like he kind of feel like he's always second place. Because like, I mean, ever he since his character was introduced, he got outran by uh, oh, Steve Rogers. <laughs> he always been outdone by him. So like, even like he doesn't feel like yeah, he, he can't build those shoes. Mm-hmm. It just so. felt weird that the staging just made it felt like he was next when he hand that off to him. Cap said he was next. Cap believed in him. Yeah. It's just you got to believe in yourself in order to to make it happen. And, it was nice to see know, the reality check though. He's like, nah. Yeah, nah, I can't me. do this. No. And I got to take care of my family. So, I mean, yeah, anyway, as we see, they got some issues, so yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll get into the story. <laughs> Um, okay, so with this new Captain America, um, so Captain America, the mantle that is Captain America has been passed on to a few different people. It's been passed on to Sam Wilson, the Falcon. It's been passed on to uh, Bucky. And it's been passed on to this new Captain America who goes by the name of, uh, damn, what's his name again? It's, uh, I looked it it's up. Um, John Walker. There you go. Now, John Walker is uh, basically... He's, I don't want to say he's an antithesis, but he's more of a foil to Captain America. And when it comes to the comics, he's basically tries to uphold Captain's beliefs, but he is way more brutal in doing so. He's more mm. amicable to the idea, to the establishment, more or less. Um, so yeah, the idea of this. Uh, so I think a major, uh, a major episode. I mean, not a major episode. A major theme of the series is like, what does the mantle of Captain America means? For Sam, it's um, it's more racial in nature because uh, which which is understandable for especially for all of us here. How can you stand in defense for a country that really historically hasn't defense hasn't stood in defense for you? How can you be that Captain America? Exactly. So that that's another thing. Then we have Bucky on the other hand, who has been indoctrinated for the better part of seventy years, uh, used as a weapon, as a tool against any and all individuals who represented a threat to Hydra, uh, even going so far as to kill Tony Stark's parents because they represented some sort of threat. The nature of that threat, we don't know, but that, 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 that hinges on another certain thing. Then we have this new character, John Walker, who is assuming the mantle of um, Captain America. Now, anybody in the comics would know that this character, he plays a character known as like a U.S. agent. So basically, he 
is basically he's a brutalized version of Captain America who adheres to um, the American establishment. But anyone who knows Cap in the movies knows that he rebelled against the uh, establishment. Uh, you saw that in uh, Civil War when the Sokovia Accords came about. Because he was so against them. He waged a war against um, the ideals of what it represented. So I think that this series is going to address what does being Captain America means. Mm-hmm. Agreed. agreed. What, what, what does that really mean? Because Steve Rogers stood in defense of... Because the thing is that people... I mean, the thing is... Um, Steve Rogers stood in defense of American ideals, but he didn't really stand in defense of America. I mean, you you feel what I'm saying with it? Or you, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying with this? Because um, because now with this new story, with this new series, we have a uh, new Captain America who's backed by the DOJ, by the Department of Defense. I mean, Department of Justice. So, how do you how do you, how do you uh, distinguish that between uh, how how would that really be like Steve Rogers? Because Steve Rogers, Steve Rogers, openly rebelled against certain things that the American government did, uh, and because he felt that it was like uh, certain things were right. Sokovia Accords being the Civil War being the main thing about that, and Sam, on the other hand. He, like I said, it's racial for him. Like, how can he be? How can he be a black Captain America when um, the country hasn't stood in defense of him and people like him? So mm-hmm. it, it becomes a sort of like a social, a social, um, a social question of what it means to be Captain America. And I think between Bucky, between Falcon, and between this new character John Walker, that's going to be something that's going to be explored through these episodes on what it means to be Captain America. Who's more worthy of having that mantle in order to mm-hmm. be, because basically they made this they made this new Captain America basically out of fear. Uh, it wasn't because it wasn't a need. It was because of fear, because you saw sort of promos of going about of how you saw Captain America high fiving motherfuckers doing like the halftime show of a fucking football game or some shit like that. It's propaganda. That's basically. Propaganda. Yeah, that is literally propaganda. Literally yeah. propaganda. And I, at a certain point, it's understandable because the world went through this traumatic event. I was just about to say that too. Yep. Well, half of all existence got sort of snapped out of resist uh, existence, literally. And then mm-hmm. suddenly they come back the same exact fucking way after five years of trying to struggle, trying to run society. And so, 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 so I think this series explores what it means. What what does it mean to be Captain America? What does it mean to be worthy of that legacy? Because like like Steve Rogers kind of set a bar for that shit, and I think that everybody involved are uh, kind of like kind of like approaching that mantle with their own interpretation based on their own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, and it is going to lead, and it's going to conflict with one another to a certain degree. So that, that that's what I think uh, about the whole new Captain America thing, and I think that's going to be a major driving point for the overall series as a whole. So yeah, agreed. 
All right. So um, next we have Falcon story. Uh, like I said, this episode was really split between um, Bucky's and Falcon story. So now Falcon story, him coming back after the blip, him trying to reconnect with his family, so on and so forth. I want to hear your thoughts about that. Go ahead and voice them because this liquor is hitting it. And I really need to use the bathroom. So, <laughs> okay. so go ahead. I'll be back in a minute. Uh, I can start off. I mean, I had some thoughts. I, I really did. Um, I just thought it was a damn shame that uh, Falcon, you know, basically did so much for America, did so much for the world by helping with defeating Thanos in in game. And this man can't even save his family boat. Like, yeah. it breaks my heart. It's the reality of so many you know, African-American people in this country. It's like we give so much, even our bodies going to different countries and fighting for this country that won't, that don't show that they give a damn about us and our livelihood and our family and our legacy. And that's basically what Sam was trying to tell his sister. But I get it from the sister point of view too. Like I had to hold this shit down for five years by myself. I'm ready to let go. I have, uh, uh, you know, basically accepted that I cannot do this. I can't maintain this boat anymore, this family boat. And yeah, I'm tired. And Sam just like, you know, he came from the blip and he's just like, wait, wait, hold on. Let's try all of this. And it didn't work. So I just thought like, I I think I'm really going to enjoy this series just because of how real, even though, you know, it's like a superhero show, but how real it is, like how grounded it is for Sam and his character, like my mom makes fun of this character all the time. So she'd be like, just because he's not like Captain America. So it, I'm really, really excited for this show. It got to me like, you know, I have to remember this is after the blip. And the last visual I've seen of that is when Monica and WandaVision came back. She literally popped right back in the mm-hmm. hospital where her mom was about to leave from being cleared of cancer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, where's my mom, Mash? And then the nurse is like, wait, who are you? Right. You're looking for who? Ma'am, she died three years ago. So just mm-hmm. having that pandemonium in comparison of you don't have any not any value but you don't have any legwork in this world because you've been gone for five years mm-hmm. you can't even get a loan because mm-hmm. you haven't existed for five mm-hmm. years you said it's, it's not even your fault there's <laughs> nothing you can do about it either it's like it's and it's like it's not even there he's uh not just struggling as you know, a black man in America, but as not even just as a person who would lead the way, but as even as a superhero, like as just showcasing how, um, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you're because the, the 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 bank guy was asking that you guys don't have like money or you're a superhero, you know, what's your, what's your money at? Like, but yeah, you're so mm-hmm. funny, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it's it, and it was pretty much all like donate by just saying, oh, yeah, we mostly were funded by like donations or stuff, or you know, mostly Tony Stark, but he wouldn't say that, but um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it really there was no monetary value for being a superhero. Right. So yeah. by that, like now Damn. he's showing that the one role that he found know, right? true, like Damn. he can't 
you can't live off of. It just hits even more that Captain America gave you this mantle. Mm. And as a black man coming back, everything that you have done and sacrificed just doesn't add up to shit. It doesn't add up to shit. You just came back. You still helping out with military missions Mm -hmm. and it don't add up to shit Mm -hmm. at the end of the fucking day. Okay. Yeah. Damn. And then you get paid. Mm-hmm. It's mad Damn. sad to be honest. It's mad. And then got to try to save, try to save his family boat that they know was about to be lost. Mm-hmm. And he, he's glad that it wasn't already lost by while he was gone. On top mm-hmm. of that, I wish there was some kind of, I guess, period to kind of just see how, I guess, the Avengers settled after the dust cleared. Black mm-hmm. Widow is gone. Tony is gone. Captain America is gone. Like the people who held it down over the blip is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who was there to pick up the pieces? And the only insight that we have had in this future is Wanda going through a goddamn depression, playing house. <laughs> Monica coming back like, where's my mama at? And then now, Sam, you can't even get alone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, um, I assume everybody spoke with peace when I was at the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so like uh, the thing about Sam, what happened with Sam is like reminiscent of a lot of like uh, World War One. I, I mean, World War Two, uh, Korean War soldiers. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Girl, you, the, you just watched Lovecraft. Love yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, wait, wait, was this mentioned already? I'm sorry. No, I mean, we were just talking about how, I guess, why you was going to pee in. Anywho, <laughs> we were talking about how, like, pretty much the value of a I'm superhero. Sorry. I'm trying to metabolize this liquor pretty, like, I'm my father's son. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> how pretty much the value of a superhero was absolutely nothing because he was gone for five years. He couldn't even take out a fucking loan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then just the comparison to World War, like we just watched War, Lovecraft. Yeah. He just loved was Lovecraft Country, and he just came back and was not regarded mm-hmm. or respected exactly. for yep. the sacrifice he gave. And I'm like, God damn, Sam! The connection. Damn, just feeling this on multiple levels. It's like get out all over again. I see shit that people won't see. <laughs> Like, I think Dave Chappelle said it best, Joe. Like, you're not just going to be on the South with friends getting your dick sucked by, like, for, like, shoestrings and, like, chocolates and shit and come back to America and be treated differently. <laughs> That's real. Like, hey, like... like Where the fuck you pull this quote from? <laughs> <laughs> Why did it stick? Back pocket. <laughs> that in the back pocket. <laughs> that stuck. That's, yeah, a life lesson, right? It's real shit. So the thing about Sam is that like um he didn't just stand in defense like in connection to this whole thing about what it doesn't what does it mean to be Captain America. He didn't stand in defense of just America. He didn't stand in defense of just the world. He stood in defense of the universe, of the known universe, the universe as a whole. Because half the universe got snapped out of existence. Mm-hmm. And Thanos was the cause of that shit. He, like, he stood against that shit. He stood against that ideology that Thanos brought to their fucking doorstep. 
And it, and like when it mattered, it amounted to nothing. Like him taking the him taking the selfie with that fucking uh, banker was a novelty. It it didn't amount to anything. Yeah, I was so mad. Like I can't help you. It didn't amount to. Can anything. I get a picture? Doesn't matter how many people he saved. Doesn't matter at the scale of how many people he saved. It didn't mean shit when it mattered. Yeah, that's the theme that's gonna be explored. Throughout, like I, I think that's that's what's going to be explored throughout this series, because Captain America represents the best ideals of America, but America hasn't exemplified the best ideas of what America is supposed to be. So it's going to be a it's going to be a sort of like a dichotomy of how what, what does it mean to be get, uh, Captain America? Especially from when you have three characters, you have John Walker, you have Bucky, and you have Sam each with their each in the comics who have been Captain America at some point in time. What does it mean to be Captain America? They both bring their own experiences to that. And like Sam on his own, on his point of view, he doesn't believe that he doesn't, not only does he not believe that uh, he shouldn't be Captain America because why, why would, why would, why would he stand in defense of a country that never stood in defense of him or anyone like him? But, um, it, it, it's sort of, it's, it's sort of like, it, it's sort of like, what does it mean to be American almost to a certain degree? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I agree. What, what, what are the, Amer- what are American values? Does the American government uphold those American values? If they did, we wouldn't have a civil war. You wouldn't have had a mm-hmm. movie because that's what that's when like the American government kind of intervened in a way that kind of contradicted um, their need for superheroes and like went in a, and then and then in the post blip world when they needed a symbol to rally behind they ended up choosing they ended up choosing some random ass dude from the military some knockoff yeah some knockoff uh some random ass dude from the military in order to play that role mm-hmm. and so it, it's so yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a main theme around this entire thing like uh, what does it mean yeah. to be captain not only what does it mean to be captain america but what does it mean for falcon to be a hero uh and be a, a black hero in America because the only other black heroes that we've seen in like the uh, MCU universe is Black Panther and um and, uh, and, uh, War Machine. I want to say I want to yeah, say Cage, but I, I don't know about the legitimacy of like yeah me neither I don't know about the legitimacy of the like the Netflix shit I really don't at at this point but Luke Cage, yeah. Luke yeah, Cage would be counted into that shit because they touched on a lot of shit that hit that hit oh, yeah. home. Mm-hmm. Hit home for mm-hmm. a lot of fucking people, especially the shit with that hoodie. My God, yeah, for real, oh. yeah, for real. So yeah, I think that's going to be a major theme uh, for this series. Uh, what does it mean to be Captain America? Who deserves to be Captain America? Who embodies the, uh, and, uh, the American? What are the American ideologies that embody uh, America as a whole? Uh, go and, ahead. Yeah, I like that because they did actually have War Machine in this episode in here, and you know mm-hmm. they they did have that conversation. So he's gonna they may bring him back to show his perspective on it as well, or you know that that may correlate more because remember because be he's he's kind of in that wherever the the this new the new Captain America they have. 
um, is kind of in the same position how they had War Machine at some point. Right? Yeah. The NFS I, Iron Patriot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's basically yep. the same. It's the same concept. So it'd be if they tie that in, that would be very interesting to see. Yeah. And I'm glad they have another black character that he can mm. talk to because that's yeah. the thing. Like we we kind well, we code switch. So yeah. yeah, when we talking to you know white folks, like it's a little bit different. But when we mm. talk to each other, it's just like we let it like we real with each other. Like I've been yeah, we, yeah. for the last six years of my life. I'm sorry. Yeah, Nick. me too. I've been, I've been cold switching since like high school. So mm. it's just like it's a part of our lives. And I'm glad that they have a black character that he can confide in about something he would actually mm. understand how he feels, you know. And on top of that, they don't have to have the same ideals. Mm-hmm. No, it's like you don't have one person representing all of black people in this film. Right. Even he's like, "Why you didn't take it?" <laughs> right, right. Like, what are you doing? Why you didn't take it? Yeah, because you know, in the in the comics, that was always a thing. Um, because after Captain America got rid of the mantle, uh, it was it was it was um sort of like a who would be in the run to be the next Captain America. Like at one point, it was Nick Fury, and it was. It was it was Sam Wilson, Nick Fury. They figured that Nick Fury wouldn't give up his position as the head of Shield, and Sam wouldn't give it up, wouldn't take on the mantle because of like his whole history as like a black man and how how and what would it look like for a black man to stand in defense of America when the Mm -hmm. vice versa was Mm -hmm. never never a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like sell out, and, 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 yeah. that, and that's how they got, and that's how they got John Walker, who's basically a brutalized version of, uh, of Captain. Cap. Yeah, well, in the comics at least, I don't know how they wrote him in. Uh, uh, excuse me, I don't know how they wrote him in this new series. They kind of implied that they kind of like toned him down and tried to like make him worthy of the uh, of the uh, of the mantle, but with some ideological uh, differences between uh, against Cap. But at the same, it, it, it's I don't know. I don't know. I He's kind like of he on some bullshit. Yeah. Like I said, he looked like that Mad TV character, so he, <laughs> he, he might be on some shit. So. He just smelled like he on some bullshit. I don't mm-hmm. trust him. All right, so all right, now that we gotten those um thoughts out about uh Falcon and Bucky's story, uh let's end this on let's end this was on some uh, predictions. What do you think? Um uh, what sort of predictions do you think will uh, come about? Now mind you, I don't know if anyone who's reading who's watching this knows this, but uh Baron Zemo is gonna be a major uh character in this series. Uh if you don't know who Baron Zemo is, he was basically the like secret protagonist of Civil War. He's the one who caused the conflict, the split between um uh... Memphis. Cap and uh, uh, yeah, Iron Man. Cap and Iron Man, and the uh, split between the Avengers and shit. He's the one who kind of like infiltrated the facility and tried to get the information from a uh, Winter Soldier about a uh, specific yeah, thing that involved the murder, like the assassination of Tony Stark's parents. parents. Yeah. So yeah. So Baron Zemo is going to appear in this series at some point. When or where we don't know because this is the first episode. But I want to I want to know uh, what are your all predictions of that uh, 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 of the oh, overall, not just um, Baron Zemo in particular, but overall. 
I Drake, think, go ahead, girl. I, I mean, I just think off the back, you're just going to have Bucky and Sam's response to this new Captain America. Like, how fucking dare you? Like, he don't I mean, have to You already started to see. Uh, I know, Sam. but I'm like, like, I just think Bucky's just going to go off because he ain't doing therapy, right? Like, yeah, I ain't hurt nobody. I ain't doing nothing illegal. He might not following some doors my rules. <laughs> he might not some doors. Exactly. Like, oh. He's like yeah, he's... asking no questions, getting answers first. Like, what you the put fuck? Put that shield back. <laughs> <laughs> put it back in that case, motherfucker. <laughs> put some respect on his name. <laughs> yeah, he definitely gonna feel a type of way about that shit. Ah. Uh... Prediction I want to remark real quick that it takes a lot for a character for me to like, like, like Captain America was that guy. Ooh, like, mm-hmm. like it takes a lot for me to be. I mean, granted, like we are all black people and we kind of like want representation and shit though. But it takes a lot for me to rally behind a fucking fictional character who doesn't look like me. It, <laughs> it takes. A, I agree. It takes a lot. It so, takes a lot. I mean, y'all survived through Star Wars. Y'all doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to drop it. I can't have a wholesome moment, and you. I don't know. I don't know how to. Drink she stabbed that shit. Touche. I've always thought that shit when we're watching Mandalorian. Like, damn, these are magical ass people. How y'all connected with this shit for so long? They shit I'm is. so proud of y'all. Y'all just find something. And this white boy. It's the world. It's the world. Y'all, it's the world. Y'all found something. Mace Windu, but uh, shit. Uh, his ass it, got it, yeeted out the fucking window. He gone. He, go ahead and finish your thought, though. Oh yeah, you got. Do you have anything else, Drea? Wait, what was the thought? Prediction, prediction. <laughs> oh, of prediction. I mean, that's it. I just feel like after this, you know, I feel like they're gonna be really clean and straight to the point. Like after a while, Mandalorian guy, like we ain't got no fucking around. We got to get to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're gonna just hit the ground running, just being very resistant to this Captain America, and I don't know how soon he gonna show his ass. And you got the flag smashers, so. Yeah, I, I know that's gonna be the first response. Bucky gonna fuck up his therapy. He like, ah, 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 ah. no, <laughs> not my cap. <laughs> that's my best friend. Uh-uh. That's, that's my somebody. best friend. That's my best friend. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's Bucky. <laughs> you got me fucked up. Like, hold my earrings. You know what I want to? What I will say is that I would, I would have wanted to see like them explore the whole idea of the White Wolf. Because in the comics, uh, oh, like when he com- was in Wakanda, yeah, in the comics, um, the White Wolf was his own separate character. So the White Wolf was like uh, the adoptive, the adopted uh, brother of uh, T'Challa. So what happened? It was like some sort of plane crash happened, and like he was, and like he was the only survivor. And like T'Chaka, T'Challa's father, adopted him into the, adopted him into his, into his family. But because he was white, he couldn't become the, he couldn't become, oh. he could, he couldn't become prince of Wakanda. He Let's was little Tarzan. Yeah. So basically, so basically, he took on like a foil. 
uh, he took on like a foil of um, Black Panther and became the White Wolf. And he led like the special forces of Wakanda in defense of Wakanda. And so there was always like, sort of like an ideology, uh, ideological uh, difference between him and T'Challa, even though they were like technically adopted. No, not even technically. They were adopted brothers. So I would have liked them to explore that a little bit and not in that exact way, but to a degree. But again, that 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 this is literally the bucky that we got, though. Yeah, I don't think that information out there before y'all said anything. But yeah, uh, predictions on the show. Uh, honestly, I just think it's going to explore the whole uh, Falcon and what it means to be a uh, to be Captain America. What it, does it mean to be American and? I really don't think it's going to end where uh, we have an answer, but I do think that Falcon will take the mantle and figure out his version of what Captain America is. Uh, I do think it's going to be very fast paced. So we're going to get a lot of information really fast. So I don't know how Berzimo, that's his name, Berzimo. Yeah. I kept calling him Benzino, and I know that it's like... Benzino. That's his name now, Benzino. That's it. That's the great it. Benzino. That's it. We rename a lot of people here. We got Jack Snyder. Jack yeah, Snyder, I know, right? Hey. We got Gogurt. We rename a lot of people here. For Shady Records. Man, that's an entirely different thing. It is. But, yeah, so, uh, Benzino. I, I don't know how he's going to play in, play in it. Like, but I'm interested because he's such a fascinating character and I, I'm very curious to see. I wonder if he's going to actually work with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't think he will. Was he just trying to dismantle Avengers? I think he's just going to be a ka-ka-ka-ka-ka, a ki-ki-ki-ki-ki <laughs> in the background. But he might have changed. Like, I don't know. It's I been mean, five years, so. But, but some people are right okay that half a million people were gone. A billion of people were gone. He's like, fuck that shit. I'm yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he got it up, right? I don't know. True. But that's my prediction. Ken, if you want to go next. And it could still be you know, doing no good. Mm-hmm. Some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Probably the one, you know, kind of like being a papa teen, like the Clone Wars. Like In the back. Both, but yeah, behind <laughs> Marianne on both sides, you know. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like you know, that point. might be. And they could, like, may have already introduced them. There's a character in the background somehow. Oh mm. shit! You want to make me rewatch that? Mm, yeah, no, try to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should be, watch, should be watching, no? Be like that man in plain clothes, the Mandalorian. Like y'all don't see me. Yes. John Cena. <laughs> Lames. Next. <laughs> That's it, kid. Yeah. Okay. What's your predictions, Will? You haven't said anything. Okay, so basically, um. Yeah, so my final impressions are... I'm sorry, I was doing something in the background, my bad. Um, My final impressions is that um, I feel that Berezimo is more or less involved with these Flag Smashers. Mm. It's sort of like a red herring uh, for something much larger. Uh, It wouldn't be the first time something like that would happen. Uh, if you remember, like the whole Ten Rings Mandarin bullshit that happened, with mm-hmm. total red herring for uh, AIM, uh, that whole organization. So, um, yeah, 
I think the flag smashers are going to play a much larger role uh, overall. And I think Baron Zemo is not done with his idea, with his, like his intense disgust for superheroes, because I think his backstory was the fact that uh, he lost his family to like the interview. He lost mm-hmm. family at in Sokovia because of the intervention. Well, not because of, but just the intervention of the Avengers at that event. He blames them for him losing his family, which is why we had civil war, why he orchestrated that entire event. So I think uh, Barazimo is going to play a larger role and uh, he's going to be a problem for everybody who represents what capital, who is a potential heir to um to the mantle of Captain America. And uh, I wanted to share something real quick. Uh, not too long ago, you probably saw it on my screen not too long ago. But uh not too long ago, uh Marvel did this sort of like comic series where like the uh where like the covers of like the um of their comic books were inspired by hip hop uh covers so like mm-hmm. you didn't want a sam wilson i just wanted to put that shit up uh if it would fucking show uh here we go uh damn i'm very uncoordinated hey yeah so oh, okay that's dope yep Aesop Rocky, uh, Sam yep. Wilson, long live Cap. So that's just that's just something I wanted to put. That's just something I wanted to put out. Yeah, I love that album too. That's, that's, that's. Yeah, that is a good album. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you who you telling? Anyway. Wow, for <laughs> that night. Goldie <laughs> is my shit, bro. Yes, <laughs> Cody. Is- <laughs> Bro, I bump this shit every time. I bump that shit in the shower every time. I every time I'm in the shower, bro. But yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see how that happens. And uh, I think um, it's gonna come to a point where they have to decide who is gonna be a worthy successor of Cap. Whether it's gonna be this John Walker, the DOJ sponsored Captain America, who's basically a machine of the pro- who's basically a an aspect of like the uh, propaganda machine that is America, or it's going to be Bucky, uh, who's dealing with his own uh, demons mm-hmm. and demons and shit, or it's going to be fucking uh, Falcon if he can really take on that role, despite the fact that he is a black man in America. So I, I'd be interested in seeing how that comes about because the mantle that is Captain America is going to play a major part. Of this series What does it mean to be Captain America I think that's going to be a question That's going to be answered Throughout this entire series as a whole For sure Or or also Since it's so short Maybe they could also Leave it at a cliffhanger to where They don't actually make the decision Of who actually takes his mantle just yet It kind of leads it up to like Kind of like okay we're seeing the different perspectives the different outcomes and different possibilities and then it gets to that point but then like it leaves that little cliffhanger there okay Do well, we have I'm, not, I'm not saying that they're gonna argue they're gonna fight mm-hmm. for the mantle mm-hmm. i'm saying it's gonna be it's gonna be a question of the character that is steve rogers mm-hmm. even though that like captain america is the mantle he made cap he made that mantle what it is 
Mm-hmm. So right. we're going to be looking into the character that is Steve Rogers itself. What does it mean to be Captain America? It, I, I, it really doesn't matter at this point who takes that mantle, but it's going to be answering. It's going to be. It's like a more philosophical question that's going to be explored rather than a, a decision made for who becomes the successor to Steve Rogers. So you're saying it's more going to be more focused on detailing what it means to be Captain America compared to what kind of vision or perspective they would take in as being Captain America. Yeah, because I think... I think at the end of the day, the main problem is going to be Baron Zemo and the Flash oh, yeah. Flashers. Yeah, it's going to be the most. Which is, you know, they've defined anarchy. And, and yeah, I just so. think that um, the ideology behind Captain, behind the mantle that is Captain America, is going to play a major role in it, and it's just not going to be as prevalent. It's just going to be kind of like interwoven with everything that happens throughout this series. Do you think there'll be a way they will unify their idealism and then trying to turn it into not just as a singularity, but as like a a team? No, because they're too different. Everybody, the three people involved in this shit is way too different. And um, yeah, I mean, granted the fact that they kind of rewrote John Walker to some degree, um, the idea, like the, the belief, no one, I mean, taking on the mantle of Captain America is one thing, but that mantle became what he was because of Steve Rogers. No one can be Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of like questioning, like who has the best ideology for everybody? Because remember, Steve Rogers made the decision to rebel against the American government for their part in the Sokovia Accords. And yep. because he felt like he felt like that 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 what they did that the Sokovia Accords as a whole was a violation of the ideals of America from from a point of view. So it really depends on like who who you think best exemplifies the overall ideology that Steve Raj brought forth to that mantle. I think that's going to be what's answered throughout this series, throughout six episodes of it, apparently. <laughs> my only question is is this going to be a very self-contained series or is this going to spill over into future phases oh it's definitely going to spill over because they are how much they, are, they already have war machine make a cameo appearance in it so mm. it's definitely going to spill over because it pretty much adds to the mythos that is uh that it that is the mcu so it depends yeah. it, it's a matter of it really the better question would be to like how are they going to build upon it mm-hmm. that that that's yeah i think what the question is because even with wandavision uh that was that seemed like his own self-contained thing though but they still had they still hearkened to like a lot of shit that happened in the past like monica uh rambo that was that was from um that was from uh Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. So mm-hmm. there's gonna be shit that's that's interwoven in that shit that that builds that that does a lot of world building for the uh, MCU as a whole. So it's just yeah. a matter of like where they really it's a matter of where they go from here. Yeah, well, I'm curious on how they're gonna go like because WandaVision is kind of setting up that whole like sorcery like magic element to the mcu not setting up but i guess kind of expanding on it because we get our magic from like dr strange right he's a sorcerer but now we can kind of see like how much you know like magic is 
actually, you know, in and the in multiverse. The yeah, really, yeah. That, that's what it's setting up. Uh, WandaVision really sets up um, the next Doctor Strange movie. Um, yeah, that, so I'm curious to see how Falcon and Winter Soldier is probably going to set up for what it's going to be in the next phase of the MCU because we do have that like grounded stuff like in Civil War. We had, you know, Cap and, and Iron Man bumping heads because the government wanted to be involved in what the Avenger, Avengers do. So I think it's always going to be that like A, B plot going on within the MCU and it's all going to come together towards the end. I just don't know how how y'all gonna do it but i i see the setup that's all yeah it's gonna be a major test in ideology between um between those three characters i think uh as to like because they're all part of the american military at some point in time and so they both have so y'all have different experiences dealing with the american government in their respective capacities and i think that's going to play out into the mm-hmm. overall plot of um falcon and winter soldier cool with it yeah i'm with it i'm with it i'm excited all right um any go. final thoughts towards this uh first episode no I'm excited okay. <laughs> i i enjoy it. i will say that Oh fuck the uh the the LAF in the beginning, they had a shit ton of helicopters. I was like, how the fuck they he has so many more helicopters coming with all these fucking rockets? These you pay attention to, I love it. Because <laughs> like no, because helicopters aren't cheap, and the helicopters they had, they're attack helicopters on top of that, and with the weapon. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm hey, fun. No, I know you like <laughs> this stuff. But, Go yeah, crazy. But I was like, man, and the fact that um, I kind of enjoyed like after after that the combat scene when they were at the cafe and he was trying to fix his little robot and then he's like, hey, no touchy. He's like, no, he's like, no, this this is my tech. No, don't touch the tech. So, um, but I also kind of feel like maybe in some way that may if they do dive into it that could trickle because they may show him like slowly losing his identity as Falcon. Because it's first thing to show him his uh, his companion bot got damaged because um, he had his spotlight and then it got damaged and then shows the scene of him repairing it and thinking, okay of course he, other guys can other people can't touch it because it's it's Stark tech and only he can really repair it. and they also they made notion that every time someone else touch it is it screwed up so you know it's going to of course that's any interesting Ken and. And then during that scene, it it did show focus that his the thrusters got damaged and there's other other lot of visible damage done. Like they they really emphasize his use of using his wings as a defensive armor a lot more in this um I feel like in this episode than they have done in the movies. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh I feel like overall his identity as Falcon is gonna get degraded over this series. Damn, this is going to be sad to watch on multiple levels of a black man, a falcon. God damn. But he will evolve in another century. He's going to he's going to be the new He will sprout into a beautiful butterfly. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 <Buzz> like, <laughs> a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> 
Bugs Life. Damn, where all these goddamn references coming from? That Dave Chappelle to still. T- <laughs> yeah, that's that, that took me. I was like, wow, wow. you remembered it. <laughs> yeah. He like, I'm gonna put this in attack mode. I'm like, damn. <laughs> nah, is that all uh, final thoughts or? Yeah, that's my thought. Yeah. Final thoughts. Yeah. Okay. I look forward to next week. Hello. Can yeah, I can't wait for next week. So that's been this discussion on uh, the first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe to Echo Four. We'll be making uh, discussion pieces on every uh, preceding episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we'll be making more content going forward. So that's all the time we have for you today. Thank you for watching. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, this is Echo Four signing off. Gang, Bye. Gang. Gang, 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 gang. Oh, Brandy. <laughs>